0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى الصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذ قتلتم نفسا فادارأتم فيها بالله مخرج ما كنتم تكتمون قال
1: النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بحسب امرئ من الشر اي يحقرا اخاه المسلم او كما قال النبي صلى
0: الله عليه وسلم
1: The Quran Sharif Allah has mentioned numerous incidents many incidents of the nations of the past past and especially about the Bani Israel and the many incidents that took place in the time of Musa al There are many similarities between this Ummat and the Ummat of Musa Al-Salaam. And therefore the Qur'an Sharif has repeatedly mentioned the incidents of Musa Al-Salaam and about his people. Among the incidents mentioned is this incident which is referred to in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. Where Tala, reminds the Bani Israel, reminds the Yahood about the incident that took place with the Bani Israel. That remember when this happened with your forefathers. nafsan fiha. Allahumukhrijum ma kuntum taktumoon. That recall the time when one person was killed. One among you, meaning the people, the Bani Sa'il, had killed someone. And then this became an issue now who is the culprit here, who is the person who caused, committed this murder. So now this started being passed on from one to the other, that maybe this person, maybe that person, that person is saying somebody else. Now there's a lengthy incident behind this, not necessary to go into the details of that incident, but just the cuts of it. And all these things have a lot of ibrat in it. The Quran Sharif, this is all history in the Quran Sharif. And the Quran Sharif has mentioned a lot of history. But only that history which has history which has ibrat in it for us. That history which has some lesson that we can take and apply in our lives. That history which is devoid of any lesson is not worth anything. The Quran Shariah doesn't go into those things. So this incident that took place, actually the background to it, as mentioned in some tafasir, that one person wanted to get married to the to his cousin. That uncle was a very, very wealthy person also. But then his proposal got refused. So now the proposal got refused, so he became very enraged. Now whereas, that's the prerogative of the party concerned, if they want to accept the proposal, they'll accept it. If they don't want to accept it, it's their prerogative. It's not something that a person can impose on others. And that he has some kind, has some kind of Right in the matter. But unfortunately, this is the nature of Insan. That he already decides for himself, something is my right. If I don't get it as I want it, then whoever appears to become the obstacle in it, then that person must be now moved out of the way. That person 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 must be removed. In whichever way, whatever way, whatever way, whatever way, Somehow that person now must be neutralized. So this is what gives rise to so many of the problems and issues that we don't first think for ourselves that what we are, who are we? We are the servants of Allah Ta'ala. We are His creation. We are His slaves. Our first and last concern is that Allah Ta'ala must become pleased with us. Dunya is a very temporary place things happen, and then tomorrow we're not here, those things are over also, over also, over also. The main thing is, is Allah Ta'ala going to be pleased with us? When we meet him on the day of Qiyamah, we have to answer in the qabr already, that on the day of Qiyamah, we have to stand in front of Qiyamah, we have to stand in front of Qiyamah, we have to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala. Would he be pleased with us? That is the primary concern. But unfortunately, in the love of dunya, and for the, for the for the aspirations of dunya, a person forgets everything. Forgets Allah Ta'ala, forgets the commands of Allah Ta'ala, forgets deen, forgets he's a Muslim, forgets he even is an insan. That an insan, an animal, an animal would harm sometimes another animal for food. The lion would pounce upon some deer for food, because that's his food, Allah Ta'ala created, Allah Ta'ala created, it, that way. Allah Ta'ala created it that way. Or some animal would out of self-defense, harm somebody else, some other animal. But you won't hear this happening in the animal kingdom also. That an animal has harmed another, harmed another, harmed another animal just for entertainment, just to get some, just to get some, just to get some fun out of it, just to have a good laugh. But you'll find insan doing that. That he'll harm other insan because it, because, it, because it will give him some entertainment value. He'll get some laugh out of it. He'll be able to have a good laugh out of the whole issue and enjoy himself and mm, this will become a good fun for the person. That even the animal kingdom you won't find. But this is what becomes of insan. Therefore Allah says, Inhum illa kal an'am bal hum That they become like animals rather worse than animals. So the thing is that the primary, concern, the primary concern, primary concern, concern is Allah Ta'ala must be pleased. So, there will be occasions, there will be situations, the person sometimes will be disappointed about something. Something might not go the way he wants it. Something might not be how he likes it. But in all these things, the question to ask is, what my Allah wants from me to do now? What kind of, what kind of, what kind of reaction will please him, will please him, will please my Rabb? That's the reaction I need to now display. So any case, this person now, because that proposal was declined, so he made some plan and he eventually killed this uncle of his. Killed him and threw the body and threw the body and threw the body in a neighboring community. So now the neighboring community, the body was found there. So the community from which he was, they put the accusation on the neighboring community. They said, we don't know anything about it. It nearly become an internal war. So then they brought the issue to Musa alayhi salatu That now this person has been killed, these people are accusing us, and this youngster, the same youngster, was his immediate relative. So he came to claim even the blood money. He committed the murder. and on top of that, he came, and on top of that, he came, and on top of that, he came to say that y'all are responsible for my uncle's mother, and I am his closest relative, because he had no sons, etc., etc., etc. I am demanding the blood money. Now this is he did the crime and he wants to be rewarded for the crime also. So in any case now they came to Musali salat wasalam and they said that this person now this person now is demanding this blood money. We have no problem in paying that blood paying that blood money. That's a very simple thing for us. But this uh this blot that will be on our name that we committed murder, this we can't stand because we didn't do this. We are not prepared to accept this. So you, you tell us who is the murderer. You ask Allah Ta'ala. So in any case this was that incident. But in this Allah Ta'ala says tum قَتَلْتُمْ نَفْسًا raatum fiha." The Qur'an Sharif, every ayat is filled with lessons. Every ayat has so much for us in it. Allah Ta'ala is now bringing, as we said, that it's not just history for the sake of history. It's history for the sake of life. How does a person make make his life? What he should be careful about. What he should do. What he shouldn't do. So here, to Allah Taala is giving us this incident, but with what deep lessons. That remember the time, wa tum nafsan, fiha, ma kuntum takum taktumun. Now this person made a very very elaborate plan. He invited his uncle that look, this one very very good deal in the neighboring community. And we have to go there and meet some, some person. And this is a very, very lucrative deal. We'll go and sort this out. We'll share the profits. The uncle also got ready. And they went late at night. And that was the whole plan. As they got close to the com- that other neighboring, communi- yeah. other neighboring community, that's the time he killed him. And through his body then came away. And now he thought nobody's around. Nobody saw this, this, this. It's late at night. And then the next morning he came himself. Looking for his uncle. Now he comes there to this place and the people are gathered around him, around that dead body. He comes and he sees, oh, this, oh, this, oh, this is my uncle lying here. Says, You people killed him. Now he starts wailing and crying. But all the time he was the murderer. So he was so sure about himself that I got my, all, everything covered very well. My footsteps are very well covered and I have secured myself very well. There's no way this can be known, that who's the murderer. I can never be caught out for this. Allah Ta'ala is referring to that. Wallahu mukhrijum ma kuntum taktumun. Allah Ta'ala wanted to expose that which you you were trying to conceal. That many a times in some things, I got it all covered. And there's no way I can be caught out for this. There's no way this can, there's no way this can, there's no way this can become known. Others who did it, they were too foolish, they were stupid. They got caught out. I'm too smart. Allah Ta'ala is giving us this lesson in the Quran that when Allah Ta'ala wishes that something get exposed, then a person, nothing of his will work. All his plans will fail. All those passwords will just suddenly be forgotten to put it on. All those things that he was trying to hide on that phone will just somehow become known. And it'll be, we'll call it, or he will call it, a freak incident. A freak incident. But who controls that freak incident? Who controls that freak incident? That happens from Allah Tala's side also. And Allah Tala has a system. Allah Tala doesn't expose a person just like that. When a person persists in some wrong and becomes bold in it, or a person is bent on trying to dig out other people's faults, like in one hadith Sharif, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi addressed the people and said to them that, Ya ma'ashara man bilisanihi, imanu All oh, those people, listen carefully those people who have accepted Islam with their tongues, but iman has not yet entered their hearts. So, people whose Islam is only on their tongues, Iman has not yet entered their hearts. Meaning that those who are responsible for such things should check their Iman. Those who are involved in such kind of action should check their Iman. That a person whose Iman is in his heart, that Iman will become a barrier from any kind of action of this nature. And then Nabi wasallam says, La takhtabu al-Muslimin. So, what the Iman check has had to happen when? That a person now is just going about woolly really, lily really making ribat of people. Abhisattva Singh saying, don't make ribat of the Muslims. Otherwise have an iman check. That they have weaknesses, we have weaknesses also. They have made mistakes, we have made mistakes as well. One is that somebody we are responsible for, somebody we are supposed to be taking care of the situation, then we're going to have to check what's going on. Oh, somebody out of his welfare, somebody is now getting involved in some wrong, something that's going to harm him, harm others. So out of his welfare, somebody who has that authority over him or can do something about it to bring it to his attention with the need of this person's well-wishing. Not just to run somebody down. So Nabi Salasun is saying that don't make ghibat of the Muslim. Now that person is being informed, that's a different thing. But what becomes the fashion, something happens somewhere, and everybody is talking, everybody, is talking, everybody is talking about it, everybody is messaging each other, and everybody is now analyzing it, and what it is. besides theribba, what else is it? And don't try to dig out faults of people that you don't know what's going on, now you're trying to dig out to see something going on here. Again, one is a parent has to check what's going on with his children. But somebody who is not as part of his, under his care, don't go and dig into people's private affairs. Because the Mishra then warns, that the one who goes and digs into people's private affairs, and goes to dig into their faults, Allah Ta'ala will dig into his faults. Allah Ta'ala starts digging into somebody's faults, Allah Ta'ala will disgrace him in the... Depth of his home. Meaning he'll be sitting sitting quietly somewhere and then too he'll get exposed. So This becomes one of the means of creating this exposure that a person now is worried about digging out other people's faults. Making ghibah of everybody else. Digging other people's faults and making ghibah of everybody else starts tearing our own shield apart. That curtain and veil which Allah Ta'ala has covered over us covered our faults, by making rebirth of others, and by digging into the f- private affairs of others to get their faults out, we are tearing open that veil that is above us. So the thing is to stay far away from this kind of thing. So, <laughs> nevertheless then, this is the that comes later, but the thing that Allah then commanded them, that is mentioned before that in the Quran Sharif. In this also is a lesson that what is actually the solution to a matter, what is the, what is the end point that you want to get to, that is the most important thing. What caused it, how it happened, etc. It's already happened now. That's not going to really be of too much of benefit in going to the depth of that. Yes, for the the sake of knowing what to do for the way forward, that much is enough, enough. So that wasn't mentioned first. The incident itself was mentioned later. But what was the way that Allah Ta'ala gave them to bring about the solution to this that was mentioned before it in the Quran Sharif. So Earlier than that in the ayat Allah Ta'ala says وَإِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُكُمْ أَنْ Now they came to Musa salatu wasalam, that this person has been killed we don't know who's the murderer you find the murderer for us ask Allah then he case Musa salatu wasalam, asked Allah Ta'ala, Allah Taala said, "Give the Wahid to Musa Tell them to slaughter a cow." So Musa gave them that order, that command: slaughter a cow. Why must we slaughter a cow? Slaughter the cow, and Allah Taala says, "You must take a piece, take a piece, take a piece of that cow, and you must put that piece of that flesh of the cow onto this person's body." So now this was the command of Allah Taala. What they want to know? They want to know who's the murderer. Slaughter one cow. The Bani Israel, the kind of people they were. And that mentality of the Bani Israel, unfortunately, is very much in us as well. Very often. The Bani Israel immediately went into their own, off into their own tangent as they say. Alu what did Musa sallallahu alaihi wasallam say to them? Inna allaha ya'murukum. The Nabi of Allah ta'ala is speaking. The Nabi of Allah ta'ala is speaking and he's saying Allah ta'ala is commanding you that you should slaughter a cow. Now they already, are you making a mockery of us? Atat takhizuna huzuwa? We are asking you who's the murderer. You are telling us go and slaughter one cow. Where's the link between these two things? We want to find who's the culprit here. We're going to kill one another cow also on top of that. What's going to be the end result of that? How does this link up? We can't make any head and tail of this. This doesn't make sense to us. This is the ibrat and this is the lesson, a lesson, a lesson Allah Ta'ala is giving us. That they were using their logic in the command of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has given insan this this intelligence, given him this mind, given him this akal and intellect. This is a very great bounty and ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Extremely great bounty of Allah Ta'ala. Minus this intellect and this insan, we know how he'll go on. Person Allah forbid Allah Ta'ala protect us, has lost his mind, somebody has become insane, how he lives his life, what goes on, Allah Ta'ala save us. This is this gift of this akal and this intellect and this intelligence intelligence, that the insan can conduct himself in an appropriate manner. It's a very great bounty of Allah Ta'ala. It is this use of this intellect and this intelligence and then this Insan brings about all these inventions and all these things that now he benefits from and the comforts that he gets from it and this using his mind in a way that takes him to the moon. All that carries on. But with all that, this intellect and this intelligence that Insan has been blessed with blessed with, it is not even a dot dot when it comes to the aspect of the wahi of Allah Taala, that where this intellect stops, the wahi starts off far beyond that also. Now, when this wahi has come in, now this insan wants to use his intellect to analyze the wahi, to analyze the revelation from Allah wa Taala, to analyze the commands of Allah Taala, and try to Subject that wahi of Allah to his not logic, to his reasoning. So now this is what the Bani did. We are asking you who's the murderer, you telling us slaughter one cow. Huzuwa? Are you making a mockery of us?
0: Musa uh, Musali uh,
1: Musa, uh, Musa, uh, Musa Salahu's response Billahi and Akuna minal jahilin. that I seek protection of Allah from being among the jahileen. What they said to him, they said to him, that are you mocking us? The apparent response should have been, I seek protection of Allah Ta'ala from being someone who mocks others. But what what did he say? I seek the protection of Allah Ta'ala from being a jahil. Because only a jahil does something like this. A person who is not a jahil will never mock somebody. But a person who mocks somebody is a jahil. He can be anybody. This is the message Allah Ta'ala is giving us. That to mock somebody, mock him for anything. Mock somebody because of what he might look like, or what he, who he might be, or where he might be from, or what might be his background, or what might be anything about him. One sahabi, he says that, I fear if I, Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala, I fear if I mock a dog, my fear is, is, Allah ta'ala may perhaps make me a dear dog also. That too is a makhluk of Allah ta'ala. Yes, it's najis also. We'll have to stay far away from it. Don't let it, let it soil your clothes because you'll have to wash it, because you'll have to wash it. You can't read salah with it. But after all, it's a makhluk of Allah ta'ala. Can't even mock that. In a way that you regard it as something that you are somebody else and then till the last moment, till we haven't left with Iman, we can't claim we're better than that also. Because if a person has na'udhu died without iman, then that dog is better than him. So Musa immediately said, A min al Jahilin. In one hadith, Nabi Salaam says, ay This much is enough for a person to be evil, that he looks down upon his fellow Muslim. In other words, if he has no other wrong in him, Everything else is good about him. He's performing his salah, he's fasting, he's giving his zakat, he made hajj upon hajj, and he makes a lot of tilawat, and he makes a lot of other good things, and does a lot of charity, and he does everything, he's not doing any fraud and theft, and he's not doing any of the sins, he's not committing zina, he's not drinking, and he's not stealing. The only thing he's got in his life is, his life is, he's looking down upon others. Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam says that much is sufficient, is sufficient, is sufficient to make him an evil person. That he's an evil person. He's got no other faults. This is the only thing. This is sufficient to declaim evil. Can we imagine how severe this is? So Musa sallallahu alaihi wasallam immediately said, I will never do such a thing. And the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, and they making this kind of accusation. And it is now that he made it clear to them, this is the command of Allah Ta'ala. So then they finally now, instead of just going and slaughtering one cow, and coming and doing what has been told to them, now they started asking questions. But tell us what kind of cow, and then tell us what kind of color it must be. And yet we are not still sure about it. Tell us no further, further, further more details. So now each time they ask some questions, more details came. It must be like this. It must have never been yoked. It must never have been ploughed some land. And it must be one color, very, very deep yellow color. Not a single spot must be of a different color. As they asked more questions, it became more and more difficult for them. Eventually, now that they decided, now we must do something. Now we must go and just do it. But now all these details came. They found one cow of that nature only by one old woman. And now that was the only cow that was of that color, and in that manner, and all those details... So she asked for a price that they couldn't even dream that they would ever pay for a cow that much eventually that to pay the price was the weight of the cow in gold <laughs> the weight of the cow in gold that was now she was an old woman caring for 10 orphan children Allah ta'ala made that intizam for her and now they had to pay for that finally they slaughtered the cow and they brought that and they now put it onto that body of that person that person came to life Allah Ta'ala's hukam, that person came to life. Came to life, Musa as asked him, who killed you? He gave the name, his own nephew. This person killed me. And after having given the details, he dropped dead again. But now, this was already told to Musa via wahi. Allah Ta'ala made it known to him, but this was to make it known to the people as well. This is what happened. So now this happened, and this person now was obviously exposed, that he is the murderer. He then confessed he was killed. But Allah Taala mentions this incident in the Quran, Sharif. So, what is the ibrahim in this? One is the ibrahim that outwardly this has no logic in it. Outwardly, to them, that where is the link? We want to find the murderer. You're telling a slaughter one cow. Where is the link between these two things? And now, in that time and era also, especially if it was in this time, we would say in this modern age, in this modern age, probably maybe do some DNA testing or do something else. Where is the slaughtering of a cow? This, in any age, doesn't make any doesn't apparently make any link. But Allah Taala's command doesn't depend on anybody's linking. Allah Taala's command is not subject to anybody's logic. Logic. That's the lesson Allah Taala is giving us. That the entire Quran Sharif, just as just as this was just as this was the command of Allah Taala, the entire Quran Sharif is the entire Quran Sharif is the command of Allah Taala. Take it to heart without getting into all your trivial logic into it. That what is the logic behind it? Allah Ta'ala has given the command, for example, وَالسَّارِقُ bima bima kasaba That a person who has committed theft, with the details that are explained by the fuqaha, then the person will the cut-off. Now the western world will shout that this is no, نَوْزُ barbaric, and this is this and that. Unfortunately many Muslims get caught up with this. They also start harboring some kind of reservations about it. Allah Ta'ala's command in the Quran Sharif, one is that find there are certain conditions under which this will take place. It must be in a system where the Qaza system is there. It's under Muslim rule. The Qazi has made that judgment. It's not something to do anywhere and everywhere. You can't just do it like that. But the point is that in principle, the hukam of Allah Ta'ala, that must be wholeheartedly accepted that yes, if the conditions prevailed, then this is the thing to be done. But that, because of the propaganda of somebody, Muslims start harboring reservations about it. That, but no, is this really supposed to be like this? That something shouldn't have been like this. Oh, come to the matter of inheritance, that in the case of inheritance, Allah Ta'ala has decreed, that, وَلَكُمْ نِسْفُ مَا تَرَكْ أَزْوَاجُكُمْ إِلَّمْ يَكُنَّهُنَّ وَلَدْ Oh, from the ayat before it, that in the aspect of males and females, sons and daughters, the son will get a double share, the daughter will get half, half the share of the son. Now people will start making their own analysis, but this perhaps was in a different era. It applied that time only, not now. It doesn't apply now, in all kinds of things. Oh, for example, Allah Ta'ala gave us in the Quran Sharif, the command that Allah Ta'ala gave initially to the Sahaba Kiram regarding the Azwaj Mutahharat. That, وَإِذَا سَأَلْتُمُهُنَّ مَتَاعًا فَاسْأَلُهُنَّ مِنْ وَرَاءِ حِجَابًا That if you have to ask the Azwadi Mutahharad, the Ummahatul Mu'mineen, the mothers of the ummad, but nevertheless they are not your biological mothers, but they are the mothers of the ummad and they are the most chaste women that the earth saw. And the Sahaba Ikram, there was no group after the Anbiya alayhi as wasalam like the Sahaba Ikram. Allah like Allah is commanding them, out of some sheer necessity, you have to inquire of something from the... Then you will do so from, behind the so, from behind the so from behind the veil, behind the curtain. That is purer for your heart and their hearts. Now somebody will come in the so-called modern age. See, but now we are in a different age. We're in a different zamana, we're a different time. So now move on. Move on to where? Move on into the arms of shaitan. If you want to leave the Qur'an shari, move on meaning leave the Qur'an behind and go somewhere else. So Allah Allah is giving us this incident of Musa a.s. They don't come into the logic of things from your mind. Allah Ta'ala has said slaughter that cow if you want to know who's the murderer. Slaughter the cow, you'll get to know the murderer. Allah Ta'ala has said maintain this veil and keep life peaceful. It'll save you from numerous social problems. Save you from all kinds of catastrophes that will happen otherwise, which will split families apart, which will cause so much of damage. But then, now, a person insan now also start analyzing it. But no, no, this probably was confined to that time only, it doesn't apply now. All kinds of things. So then, we are inviting the problem, then, we are inviting the disaster on ourselves. So, this is that very deep lesson that comes out of this incident. Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran Sharif, about Musa al about the Bani Israel, that this is not something that just to be, like a historical thing, person read through it, and he, well, okay, this is what happened. No, this is a lesson for taking for life. That every command of Allah Ta'ala, is, that is divine law, that Allah Taala's wahi. That is not something to be subjected to our logic, that but this applied then and not now. No, no, it applies for all times. And in it is our safety. The cutting of the hand is still one point. Allah Ta'ala says that fil ya albab. That one is cutting the hand of the thief, but if somebody has committed cold blood murder, then in the Qur'an Sharif is وَالنَّفْسُ nafs A life for a life. If it is proven and established that a person has committed murder, then in an Islamic state, in a, in a country where there is proper Islamic rule, and the qazi has now establish that this person is the murderer, then his life will be taken, unless there are certain other things, if the immediate uh, heirs, etc., they are ready to take the blood money and forgive the person, fine, that's their right. But if they say, no, we want this person to be, he must be, his life must go in retaliation, they have the right for that. His life will go. Now this life for a life, the West will call it what they want to call it. What does Allah call it? The Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala says وَلَكُمْ فِي hayat'." That in this capital punishment in this life for a life there is life in it. That this one life will go but it will keep many lives safe. So just one life went, but numerous lives will get saved. So in this one life there is life for everybody. So just like that in all the laws of Allah Ta'ala there's life in it. There's protection in it. Life is one life. Hayat. In the spisat, there's hayat. There's protection of life. In the command of the maintaining that veil, that curtain, is the protection of hayat. Is the protection of a person's izzat and honor. Is the protection of his family life. Is the protection of so many things. In maintaining all the other various laws of deen, it's his goodness in it. Because Allah Ta'ala hasn't ever forbidden anything for for insan which is not bad for him. If something is not bad for him, Allah Ta'ala never forbade it. Whatever Allah Ta'ala forbade, Allah Ta'ala forbade that which is harmful for insan, harmful for his dunya also, and definitely harmful for his deen. Harmful for his akhirat. So whatever is there, all the commands of Allah Ta'ala, are to be taken wholeheartedly, are to be absorbed into our hearts and minds, are to be brought into our lives, without any question, without any reservation, that this is the command of Allah Ta'ala, I must wholeheartedly submit to the command of Allah Ta'ala. I am the slave of Allah Ta'ala, I am His banda. I am His creation, and therefore I must embrace every command of Allah Ta'ala fully, entirely. This will be the means of us having this good life in dunya, And dunya after all is a very, very temporary place. The everlasting life of akhirat will become a place of peace and happiness and everlasting bliss for us. May Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that the greatness of the commands of Allah Ta'ala truly come into our hearts. The azmat of the deen of Allah Ta'ala, the azmat of Allah Ta'ala comes in our hearts and we entirely submit ourselves to the entire deen of Allah Ta'ala. Submit to His commands, submit to the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and become his true and obedient servants in every way make zikr for a short while it is reported in the hadith sharif that a person recites la ilaha illallah 100 times daily allah will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of qiyamah what this means is that inshallah with the burger of this daily recitation allah will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and save him from sins and this will become the means of this great honor on the day of qiyamah Therefore we should try and make a practice of doing this daily in our own time and space. This is just done now here for the sake of just an encouragement and teaching. But we should make this a ha- practice of us ourselves daily. That we make this zikr inshaAllah. Recite the Rosh La <laughs>
0: ilaha illallah muhammadur صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه, وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلمنا نائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله La ilaha illallah, 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 la illallah, la illallah, illallah, Nai na illa Allah nai na nai na illa Allah nai na na صلى الله تبارك
1: وتعالى عليه وسلم. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله. اللهم لا who will عليك أنت كما who على نفسك. the الله who نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو one ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا one who لا إله إلا الله الحديم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا همّا إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فانك تعلم خائنة الاعيدي وما تخفي الصدور اللهم اهت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم اهت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم اهت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت Ya Allah, most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all of our major and minor sins, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive our families, ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, shower your rahmat on the ummah, ya Allah. Shower your makhfirat on the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the hardships of the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the pain and suffering of the ummah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge all this is due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us and grant us a tawfiq of those amals that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from such actions that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Grant us steadfastness of deen, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on deen, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on sada, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on aamal and ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on taqwa, Allah. Bless us with taqwa, ya Allah. Ya Allah you protect us from all the evils and vices, ya Allah. Allah save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the evils, ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the sins, ya Allah. la alameen, protect us from all the haram, ya Allah. All the evil, Ya Allah. Enable us to submit to every command of yours, Ya Allah. Enable us to wholeheartedly accept all your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the evils, Ya Allah. Ilahul Allah, save us and our families and the entire Ummah from all the fitnah and fasad, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-Alamin, grant us a tawfiq of performing our five-time salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-Alamin, enable us to perform such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Grant us a tafik of making tilout of the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to sustain, in, Ya Allah, your remembrance all the time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all sin, Ya Allah. Save us from all devices, Ya Allah. Give us from all the evils, Ya Allah. Allah. All those who are sick, give them shifa-e-kamila, kamilah, ajilah, daima. Allah, Give them complete shifa from every ailment, Ya Allah. Cure us from all our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Cure us from all our physical ailments, Ya Allah. Allah all those on any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiat, Ya Allah. Allah grant afiat and salamati to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant barakah in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant us halal and qaybi risk, Ya Allah. Allah save us from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah. All those who have passed away, make that complete. Maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. the time of all that, take us with the Kalim la Ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, take us on Iman al Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat al-Nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allahu Alaihi, make our qabr gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the Shafat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah, give us Jannah to those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. ya Allah, all those who asked us to make dua for them, Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua, ya Allah. You are the know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. To fulfill each one's jai's needs from the Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul al grant the best of dunya and the best of akhirah, Ya Allah. Ilahul al Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Allahu inna nas'aluka min khairima, sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. ونعوذ بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآل وصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله